Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their, at their companies. With us today, we're happy to have them for the first time ever. We got Jason Williams and Eldad Bentora. They're co-CEOs of Kiddos Inc. Trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol Kids with the Z, K-I-D-Z. And you're going to love this story because you know how much we love technology at Agoracom. Kiddos owns the biggest mobile advertising platform for kids and families. How big? There are almost 4,000 apps around the world using Kiddos, and they're reaching over 300 million kids. They're working with top brands, including Disney, McDonald's, Hasbro, Lego, and a trusted partner of both Apple and Google. Now, more than just lip service, all that is translated to great success. Here's the revenue growth. 2017, 1.9 million, 2018, 3 million, 2019, 4.5, 2020, 7.1 million dollars, basically growing at a 50% uh, compounded growth rate every year. Quart first quarter, 1.55 million, up 58%, and this is their slowest quarter. Why are they having this success? Well, the big trend is this. Kids, as we all know, are abandoning TV. They're not sitting in front of TVs anymore. TV has lost 50% of its kids' audience. That means that brands, like the ones we we're just talking about, have lost their top performing media to reach kids. Now they're going to mobile. That's where the kids are. On mobile, 77% are using game, are seeing their ads on games, 50%, 56% on videos. As you can imagine, it's an exploding market. Kiddo is a great company. Gents, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank really you. Really great to be here. Yeah, thank you, George. Be here. Great to have you guys. Congratulations on what you guys have built as co-CEOs. By the way, everyone, Jason is joining us from London, and Eldad is joining us from just outside Tel Aviv. So, you know, it's truly an international company. Guys, let me ask you guys this. How big of a problem are you solving for brands that are, you know, losing their prime, their prime reach through TV in order to reach kids? How, how, how big of a problem are you guys solving? Sure, I'll start. Listen, everyone, uh, you know, you guys in the audience, you have kids yourself, you know, you know, you've seen them, you're watching them, you see how much they are glued to their devices as opposed to TV, right? They're not watching TV anymore. The prime channel for advertisers to reach them is gone. So for the Legos and the Disney's of the world, this is a tragedy. And, and they were looking to, you know, enter the mobile space, but it was kind of a jungle for them, right? They, they looked and they saw so many apps. What, they can't reach every app independently. So they were looking for a focal point, one focal point where they can reach all apps out there in a certified manner, in an organized manner. And they found kiddos. We took us a, took us a lot of time to do the due diligence and for them to trust us. But now that they trust us, they're growing their budget with us every every quarter. I've got to imagine they're all breathing a sigh of relief because for decades they were comfortable with, all right, I got established channels, I got TV and so on. I can just call the agencies, put up my ads, I'm done, I can go, I can really go back. True. But once it all switched to mobile, as you said, El Dad, maybe Jason, this is where you chime in, it became yes. a disorganized uh, jungle out there where they didn't know who to trust who to go it's to, true. 
I mean, they were a little slow to react right at first. You know, they were lying. Maybe the TV inventory was declining a little and mobile was growing a lot, but they could still rely on those old strategies. But then, you know, with streaming just booming now, TV's fallen really off a cliff. And, you know, just to put it into perspective, I was speaking with a, a marketer at Lego and she was saying, you know, the solution is so great because as marketers, they know where to find parents. They, they know where to find even teenagers. They, they can use Snapchat and stuff. But kids with the regulations and with TV gone, they're, they're almost impossible to reach. And so we provide that solution that helps them to get, you know, huge, huge budgets uh, out and in front of the people that they want. So let's explain if you guys don't mind, because, you know, ad platform, is common terminology to you guys, maybe someone like me, but you know, people that are, I want to make sure investor at home understand what is it, what your business model is. Cause some people may think, are you guys making the ads or you guys? So if you don't mind, give everyone, right. you know, a summary overview of how your business model works, what you guys actually do for these brands. Right. Sounds good. Hold sure. Do you want to take that? Yeah. So our technology is actually sitting within those uh, apps uh, serving kids that, that are uh, filled with content for kids and we are operating all the ad serving within. So those apps, instead of showing ads of Tinder or Uber, they will show now ads by Lego and Disney and those ads will come from us. So our technology is actually embedded within those apps and we've built a technology that is co connecting to those advertisers out there to those safe advertisers out there. So the only ads that will be seen will be coming from us. So this way, those publishers can rely that, uh, you know, parents won't be embarrassed, kids won't be uh, surprised, and all the ads that they will see will, uh, will honor this unique audience that deserves this unique, um, you know, treatment. So, so, so you're, you're serving, you're, you're really helping out two people. Obviously, one is the advertiser, Disney, Lego. They need to get their ads. But at the same time, you're also really helping. Let's say Agoracom was a finance site for kids, let's just say. I rely on kiddos to make sure the ads are showing on Agoracom uh, are not anything offensive or anything Correct. that kids would take the wrong way. So you guys are really, uh, you, this, uh, this business model really fulfills a big hole. How do you guys generate your revenue, Jason? Well, what we do is we've got this, uh, the whole system, uh, as Elda explained. And then, like you mentioned, we've got the two different customers that we're serving. So we've got the brand who often work with media agencies and they come with campaigns and, and we are dealing with them through a, a global sales network that we have. Um, we're a global network. These millions of kids are coming from really every country in the world. And so the budgets come in from the brands or from the agencies, and then we negotiate the terms and the pricing and the, the amount, the quantity. It's typically video advertising. That's where most of the okay. ads are coming now is video. And so we, we load that into, up into our system, and then we pick and choose the apps that um, are best suited for this type of campaign. And then we, we push go and we, we run it over a, a flight a certain amount of time and, uh, and it just rolls out to all of the apps that we've partnered with and our technology is sitting beside. One, I think, important point about this technology too is that um, 
it's super regulated and been very stringently um, checked by the, the privacy companies. And only 10 companies in the world are certified by Google to run ads in kids' apps. And, and we're one of those 10. And I got to imagine, uh, guys, that's really strenuous uh, 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 standards that you guys got to pass, right? I, I, how how tough is that regimen, Eldad, to get through Google and be one of only 10 in the world? It took us It took us a long time. And obviously, to work in the kids space, you're, you're uh, you know, subject to many regulations, not necessarily the ones uh, coming from the FTC, but also from the app stores like, like Apple, for example, tells you that you need to manually approve each and every creatives. And there are only two companies in the world that is doing it, and we are one of them. So, so yes, wow. it's, it's definitely a challenge for, for publishers in the kids space, and we are helping them to you know, make decent revenues uh, from ads and showing the right ad. And it, it took us years to build it and years to get certified, and there's no competition uh, behind us right now because of the bandwidth, because of what we've built so far. So does that make your sales uh, that much easier, guys? Because you got about, if I'm right uh, from looking at your PowerPoint, you've got about 4,000 apps right now that have said, hey, kiddos, you guys are going to be our ad-serving network. Great. How do you go from 4,000 to 5,000 to 6,000 over time? Is it, is it come to the point where you're one of the trusted and you're getting more inbound? So Gorecom's calling you up and say, hey, Jason, you know we want you guys on. Or do you still have to go out there and manually fight for for the business and go make presentations and sit down with uh with, always with both customers? always both you know we're always fighting for um the best apps and the best positions within those apps but at the same time kiddos has a great reputation not only within the app community but also from google and apple themselves and so you know we get referrals from other other customers and also from from the the big platforms because we're solving a solution also for Google and for Apple because we help provide safe monetization, which is what the app developers need to keep content free in the app stores. They need that safe monetization and we bring that tool to the app developers. Today they are poised to use us. Uh, the, if you'll Google safe monetization or uh, kid-friendly monetization, kiddos will be probably <laughs> the, the first 10 results. So uh, we're definitely out there. We're known across uh, publishers, so they know to come to us uh, mostly organically. Devil's advocate, guys, because you brought up Google, obviously. Um, Agoracom uses Google to serve ads on our platform. What? Why hasn't Google come into the kids' marketing side said, hey, this is a big business? We talk about, I already talked about the numbers at the intro. How come Google hasn't tried to, to penetrate your market? Sure. It's, it's, you know, the, when we built the system, we've built it ground up to serve kids because, you know, advertising systems keep uh, looking for data, right? They always look to track you as the user and to learn what you like and what you prefer. You know, the experience of where you go, you go to uh, booking.com and you want to buy a, a night at the hotel. And then you didn't finish your order, but the, the hotel ad chases you all over the web. You know, the experience where the, you know, the websites that you, that you visit tend to chase you all over the web. This is called remarketing. And in the kids' space, it's not allowed. 
So we had to build everything ground up. So you can't just take a system ah, that, is, that is collecting data uh, over their users all the time and you just tweak it to make it uh, and adjust it to kids. You need to build your system ground up. And for Google, it was just, maybe it was a small opportunity back then. I think that Google will do what Google is doing when they see opportunities, they just buy the company, the leader in the space. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, that makes sense. So to all of us, it looks like the same result. There's an ad, someone's serving it. But the fact of the matter is you guys are going almost through an entirely different process than what Google's used to. Right. And Google's no, fully automated. That's the other thing too, because of, you know, that's how they get such scale, but you, right. you have to have manual approval. Just man, like, I don't think they manually yeah. approve so any there's the manual approval. And also there's that kind of customization that the client, the advertiser is wanting with our, their ads too. They, they really want to know which um, kids are reaching and which apps they're reaching very specifically rather than letting the uh, Google's, you know, very sophisticated algorithms figure that out for them so that they like to know and, and have like a special relationship really between their ad provider and, and their budgets. And they have to be extra, extra careful as well, because, you know, these big names, Lego, Hasbro, Mattel, they need to make sure that their marketing budget is going to the right place and that it's uh, all private and secure. Your growth over the last four years, I talked about the numbers. You start off at uh, 1.9 million, 2017, full year 2020, 7.1. So your growth is impressive. So looking back now to look forward, this industry, guys, am I correct in assuming it's almost unstoppable and that it's going to just continue to grow for the next yeah. 12 months? But me, I look at five years, even through the decade. What do your numbers tell you guys about how big and fast your market is going to grow? Right. Well, I mean, we're, we're pushing over 50, over 50 percent. Sorry, that I'll just go first year over year. And, um, you know, we're hoping that we can even increase on that. And actually, we're seeing our core product, the ad products, even grow quicker. So we had 68% year over year just on the core ad network. And uh, in 2021, it's probably going to be even more than that. So we're hoping to cross 11 million in 2021. And we've got some great new products that are coming out. And so I'm not sure, Eldad, what you wanted to add there. No, I'm, I'm just seeing that we I'm saying that we are about to launch new services and new products that will help us increase the, the growth base even beyond the organic 50% uh, that we've seen year over year. What kind of what kind of new anything that we can now some new products may be very, very technical anything that you can share with us that you know the layman investor would understand. Let's start with the uh, simple things right we were focusing on the kids space on the under 13. Uh, space until this year, but we're expanding into teens and parents, which are very luxurious uh, markets for, from the eye of the advertisers. They know how you know, strongly they impact purchases in the house, teens, obviously parents. So for us, it's very uh, natural to expand to those uh, segments. This is one, which is simple. The second one, we've opened an agency creative agency that also helps advertisers to produce their apps because we have so much know-how on how to engage kids, oh, wow. uh, how to reach kids. So we're building those uh, commercials for them uh, and we're making sure that the, the, the performance that they're looking for uh, is, is uh, completed and, and 
I really like that a lot because, you know, when we talk about your customers, we talk about the big names, you know, top brands like Disney and McDonald's and Lego and so on. But I'm assuming as this gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you're going to get, they have their own resources, obviously, right? Eldad, they can create their own ads. They don't need you for that, but they're going to be smaller players who are going to want access to your platform, but they don't have the, the data, the creative resources behind them. So do you, do you guys see that growing into, a large business on its own over the, over the next five years? Because I, I love the fact that you guys are doing that. I think that sounds great. True. And I didn't, and I kept the, uh, the, the relaxed factor to Jason to mention. Uh, obviously, sure. we, we see the creation becoming a crucial part to recruit the client and then to make sure that the ad really fit mobile and is not just taken from TV and we just push it to mobile. We're, we're creating ads that were built yeah. uh, specifically for mobile and they act this way but the x factor the relax factor maybe jason wants to which i'll get to in one second and one other thing about that's exciting about the creative agency is that uh, mobile is a special um, advertising platform because you can touch and engage with the ad itself unlike tv or any other platform and so marketers really like mobile because they can get kids or of any customer engaging with a, a digital version of their product themselves. And so that's kind of the area that we're, we're putting a big foothold in and is showing great growth. So the but, opportunities are, yeah. are, are, the opportunities look like they're just really expanding for you guys. It's not just serving the ads, but engaging with the ads, creating the ads. So you guys must, must feel great. I mean, what's your level of confidence gentlemen in, in where the company's going? It's certainly nice to, to see the numbers that are coming in, come in. It's, it's been, um, you know, it's a lot of work building technology and there's a lot of uh, unknowns at all times, but then to see it really start to scale. And, you know, obviously we've got our finger on the pulse of the amount of ads being served and the, the value of those ads. And uh, it's pretty exciting for us to see those come in for sure. I mean, Q1 was great, but we've got some, a lot more coming and Q2 has just been stronger than we would have guessed. And Q1 is, it looks like it's your slowest because every business has cycles. So right. your Q1, even though it was a great number, 1.55 million and up 58%, um, uh, that, that, that's your slowest quarter, correct? Yeah. So typically we've done about 12% of the year's revenue in Q1. And so using that guidance, that would put us, you know, perhaps over 12 but um, which is which is great when we we closed out profitably just over seven in 2020. So targeting 12 is is amazing. And, I, I got to uh, assume that the period from August till December is probably your busiest time back to school. Thanksgiving, yeah. holiday. September, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. September to uh, December are uh, well, it's picking up and Q4 could uh, could actually be 50% of total revenue. So uh, yes. towards the holidays, this is where everyone is buying toys for their kids. And uh, so this is where we really- And the X Factor product. product that we, we, you know, we are a technology company. We are, our biggest department is our, is our software engineering. And, uh, and that keeps us on the cutting edge of everything that's happening in ad tech. And obviously there's been a lot of big stories this year with, um, unity going and many other big companies in ad tech that are taking the spotlight on these systems that are powering the internet and kiddos is, is playing an important role in that as well and what we're rolling out so to date uh, uh 
all of our advertising has come through direct deals, which involve conversations and um, insertion orders going back and forth. Whereas the trend for a large percentage of the advertising and probably what you use with Agoracom is for programmatic ads, which just flow in through the system. And so you can fill a huge number of impressions um, with less legwork by an, an individual employee. And so we've built some special technology that we're just coming into beta now. And uh, really the opportunity is, is huge. It's a big inflection point for, for what we're doing. It's gonna ingest um, campaigns from all the big exchanges and we're gonna be uh, reviewing those to stay completely compliant and then right. pushing them out to our publisher network in, in a scale that we've never, we've never seen before. And so that's just coming, coming this year. Right. So for everybody at home, what that means is you'll still manually approve and review every video, but instead of once Bob, once Mary, you know, approves it, then George has to decide where, where it should get served manually, or uh, that's all going to be sure. programmatic. There's that part, but there's also the, the Disney, you know, they come to us now and say, oh, they want to spend a hundred thousand and that's great. And then we run that hundred thousand, but actually there's a huge amount of ads from a number of other players that are just looking for a place to serve. And, and so far kiddos inventory to stay um, completely safe and that doesn't comparable because the technology wasn't there to also do the tech creative review on every single possible creative. Now we have that technology. Now we have the link systems. And so we're not compromised in any way, but it scales our opportunity tremendously. Sounds like, sounds like growth is, is right in front of you guys. I got, I got to yeah, tell you. Really excited. Yeah. The, this opportunity is like uh, moving from a pool to the ocean. Like the, uh, we have the ability now to drink from the ocean and there's an ocean that opens up for us uh, through the programmatic space that Jason touched on. And uh, so the, it is huge for, for and us. When do you expect to launch that gents? When do you think that's going to be uh, you know, well, part of your journey right part? now? In beta rate, we're, we're, we're actually experimenting with, with live traffic right now. And so, you know, we'll probably see a dribble of it in Q2 and then Q3 is really going to start to push it. And then Q4, we hope is just going to blow the top off of everything we've done before. That, that's awesome. Last question, guys. Uh, as as co-CEOs, you must be torn. You know, a lot of, a lot of digital companies, they are torn between two things. A, the future looks great and we can really grow and there's a lot of runway. But on the flip side, your main competitor, Super Awesome, was bought by Epic Games in 2020 for an undisclosed, but I think it was a very, very large amount. So how do you juggle? Do you exit and say, hey, we can build something really valuable and exit with a, you know, with a great, with a great sale price? Or do you keep on going? Do you guys have any sense for, you know, what, what your future looks like? You know, we, we are public already, right? So we're, we're not necessarily looking to sell to, a, to one buyer. We're just looking to bring value to, uh, to our current investors and to our new investors. And I think that we have a vehicle that can take us forward uh, also in the current structure. So I don't see us uh, looking for, uh, for just one buyer and, and dancing to his flute. I think that uh, growing what we're doing and doing what we're doing will get us uh, to where we want um, without doing any manipulation on our, on our end. 
So, yeah, so. there's a plenty of opportunity in, in what we're doing. We think that, that um, you know, the stock has a long way to go and uh, for, for the growth that we're putting together and importance of our system in, in the wider kind of ad tech industry. And so um, any buyer would be looking at a, at a big premium for, for what we're at now, that's for sure. Well, gents, I'm glad to hear that because that means we're going to be together you know, for the next 12, 24, 36 months, as you guys grow this yeah, can't wait fantastic you. business that you guys have already proven is growing. Uh, great revenues, great customer base, great technology. You guys are hitting all cylinders. We go on for an hour, easily talking about it, but I think this is a good place to stop because we got this great overview of kiddos. And I really want to thank you guys for joining us today. This is our first interview together. And like other, you know, companies we've worked with, I can't wait to see, you know, where we are 12 months from now and and, and so on and so forth, because I think you guys can do great things. Thank you. Thank you, George. Pleasure. Great to be here. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to both Jason Williams and Eldad Bentora. They're both co-CEOs of Kiddos that trades on the venture exchange on the stock symbol KIDZ. Your job now, you got to do your due diligence because we can't tell you what to do other than you got to do your due diligence. But when you consider the fact that you've got this massive paradigm shift in kids viewing and Kiddos owns the biggest mobile advertising platform with some of the biggest brands and established revenue growth and a great history, it's incumbent on do your due diligence. So make sure you do it on Agoracom and then make sure you can see the URL right above both the guys uh, right above both of the guys, kiddos.net. Go do your due diligence. Just don't say 12 months from now. We didn't tell you so. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.